Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. The latest data on the mortality rate among Hamilton's homeless residents is showing a concerning spike in cases where the cause of death is completely unknown. The Hamilton Homeless Mortality Data Project says 14 people were reported to have died while unhoused between December and this past May. But in 42% of those cases, again, it's not clear how they died. You know, Stats Canada says the average life expectancy of the average Hamiltonian is 81, I believe. And so, you know, after this amount of time doing this project, I think it's fair to say that these are staggering numbers, but it's also quite unacceptable that this is still happening. That is researcher Jesse Stearns. Joining us now on GMH is Dr. Ina Berdichevskaya, internal medicine resident physician at McMaster University and also a member of the Hamilton Homeless Mortality Data Project. Dr. Berdichevskaya. Good morning. How are you today? Good morning. Thanks for having me. This is a very concerning report. What stands out to you as the most alarming? Yeah, so we released uh, information about 14 deaths this time around, and, and we do suspect that this is unfortunately an underestimated number. Um, and once again, we're seeing overwhelmingly just young Hamiltonians dying in this population. So once again, we report the average age of death as being 43 across all 70 individuals that we've learned about over the last two years. Uh, that average is 41 and, and really predominantly people are in their 30s and 40s who are learning about passing away, which is really a tragedy. Um, and then as as you heard Jesse say there, the uh overdoses continue to be the leading cause of death in this population, um, which we've been reporting time and time again and and continues to be heartbreaking and, um, you know, continues to be the result of a toxic drug policy. We do have safe injection sites in the city. Are those just not working or just not an option for these individuals? Yeah, so when you look at, we have graphs broken down on our website, and when you look at the graphs about where people are dying, the locations of death, um, over half, or at least half of them, as far as we know, in this past period are happening outside of any um, kind of government sanctioned or regulated setting. So these are people who are dying in the community, either um, at a friend's home or in uh, unsheltered circumstances, so outside. So really, we need to be bringing these you know, harm reduction mechanisms to where the people are in order to allow for that. You know, we ha- we don't have any reported uh, deaths that happened at a safe injection site because that's where people's lives are saved. How big of a factor, you mentioned substance abuse, how big of a factor also is mental health? Yeah, so we ask uh, and we ask in our reporting about uh, other medical concerns that people were experiencing when they died and Again, time and time again, we are seeing mental illness be be a very big comorbidity, so a very big uh, other health condition that people are experiencing. Um, so this time we learned about four individuals out of our 14 who were experiencing a mental illness separate from substance use, and then um, you know, a variety of different substances used in the individuals um, that did pass away. We're talking about the Hamilton Homeless Mortality Data Project on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. And our guest is Dr. Ina Berdichevskaya, who is an internal medical resident physician at McMaster University and one of the uh, people behind this project. Um, The report says that more transparency is also needed. How so? What, What do we need to see more of? 
Yeah, absolutely. So the information that UCS is putting out every six months um, is us reporting and disseminating the information as we receive it. And it is in, reported to us on an individual basis, uh, for the most part, by health and social service workers, as well as by hospitals. Um, so we you know, the people who are reporting to us, they may know the individual, but not the circumstances under which they died. Or if it's, um, you know, reported to us by a hospital, they may know the circumstances under which they died, they may not know the cause of death, and they may not know the individual. Um, so, first of all, we, we know that we haven't been able to connect with and provide guidance to everyone who would qualify to report to the to the project. And we encourage people to reach out to us, um, both workers and organizations as a whole, so we can help expand that. But also we are looking towards a, um, a partnership, hopefully with the coroner's office uh, that we've been trying to make happen over the last little while, uh, because the coroner's office would really have all that information, they would have the causes of death, they would have the circumstances of death that the individuals reporting to us may not necessarily know. Is your group also making uh, other recommendations to, say, public health or other health bodies to help improve this situation? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the thing that we have been calling for time and time again is, is first of all, you know, we're seeing these reduced ages in people who are dying. The average life expectancy of a Hamiltonian who is housed is 81, right? So we're seeing half of the life expect or half of the age in terms of the deaths that we're learning about uh, in people experiencing homelessness. So by no stretch is it saying that that homelessness in and of itself kills. And so acknowledging death as connected to the conditions of, of homelessness and houselessness is needed for inclusive, life-saving public health and housing developments of policy that meets people's health and housing needs. So that's really what we're calling on the city and, and social service agencies to do is to house people quickly, permanently, safely, um, and then to address the leading causes of death. So that would be harm reduction mechanisms for um, substance use and uh, as well as addressing the toxic drug supply that plagues this city and this country as a whole. In our final minute together, this coming Monday, City Council is going to be looking at the new encampment protocol. And within that is a recommendation that there be a pilot project with up to 25 temporary tiny shelters in the community. How big of an impact would that have? Yeah, so it's difficult for me to say, and, and this co this project really doesn't comment on the impact of something like that. And what we know from the research is that really it's it's housing that helps people and, and safe and permanent housing that and all the rights and privileges that come with being safely and permanently housed. Uh, so I can't comment on that specific piece of policy. Okay, I appreciate that. And I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for joining us. Okay, thank you so much for having me. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.